0: Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Episode 451 is a full episode interview with the beautiful performer Cassidy Lux.
1: Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. sex. Does your dick hang
0: low? Does it dangle? Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 451 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I am flying solo for this episode because I have a full episode interview, and it is with the awesome performer, Cassidy Lux. Thank you very much to Eric Icon of The Rub PR for bringing this incredible woman to me. She is still fairly new to the industry, and I always worry when it comes to interviewing newer performers because you never know if you're going to find enough things to talk about in the interview. And when it comes to her, be it her social media, be it the scenes that she is making, The content that she is releasing on her own, there is so much that I was able to talk about with her. The scenes that she is involved in and the content that she is making on her own are absolutely captivating. Her personality really comes through her social media and it also comes through her scenes. She is absolutely electric with everything that she is involved in. And I am thrilled to see her gaining the traction that she is as a performer with studios really being on top of wanting to have her on set and people wanting to collaborate with her. We get into so many different things with this interview as the conversation kind of takes different twists and turns. And I think Pervert Nation is really going to enjoy who she is her personality, her sense of humor, and everything she brings to the table. I mean, truly, there is nothing not to like about who she is. So really, all I'm trying to say is find her, enjoy her work, support what she's trying to create and who she's trying to be in this profession, because you will not be disappointed. So one and all out there in pervert nation thank you for listening to this episode and this interview please take care of yourselves and each other pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Cassidy Lux and all the amazing people that you have heard on this show find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can and of course dangle on My guest is fairly new to the adult industry, but has and will continue to put it on notice. She has worked for MILF.com, Naughty America, Perv City, Cherry Pimps and more. delivers electric scenes, and finds herself as requested a performer as there is in the game. She also featured dances to the delight of her fans across the nation. And if she has anything to say about it, she'll be a household name, Taking home awards, stealing hearts, and having you thank her for watching her ascension. She is the beautiful Cassidy Lux. How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am doing extremely well. Thank you. Before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you, not only online, but on social media?
1: Yeah, my handle is it's Cassidy Lux. Basically like a sentence.
0: <laughs> I like it. Yes. I have had a lot of fun getting to know you through your social media and through your different subscription sites and whatnot, which we'll get into all of that as we go through this interview. But thank you very much for being on the show. Usually when I have somebody that is newer to the industry, I like to ask them this question. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say, well, I love sex, so I got into (laughs) the adult industry, but there's much more to it than that. What drew you to adult content?
1: Yeah, so I actually knew from a really young age that... Uh, to sum it up, sex work was definitely something I was going to end up doing. I knew from a young age before I could really even comprehend like what that meant. I just always had an admiration for... Playmates and Playboy models and, you know, reality stars that seemingly were a sex symbol. I just always kind of admired how cool they were and like how pretty and just like the bimbo glam that they had to them. But obviously, it took me quite a while uh, to really even follow through with that, mostly because I was kind of scared. I was like, well, what are people going to think? You know, like, is this weird? And um, yeah, I think like a lot of people, the pandemic hit and OnlyFans was booming. So I hopped on the OnlyFans bandwagon three years ago and um from there it just went to uh strip clubs opening i became a stripper and then the stripper life relocated me to florida and florida got me into mainstream porn (laughs) it's been quite the adventure yeah (laughs) but it was obviously something that was bound to happen
0: When it came to your love of kind of things within the adult industry without you actually being in it yet, you were saying, you know, Playboy and things like that. Were there any memories or any people within that realm where you went, man, that is what I want to become. That is someone I'm kind of drawn to by what they're creating.
1: Yeah, you know, I think, um, I mean, the one thing that really comes to mind is when I was younger, I was like a big fan of the show Girls Next Door. Okay. So I obviously like was, I, I admired the girls a lot on that show. And I was, I just thought it was so cool. I was like, wow, like they just, they just live in this mansion with this old guy and he just takes care of them. And they live such a nice quality life from that. Um, And obviously, I I was at a much younger age, I wasn't comprehending the bigger picture of, you know, what that all entailed. But I knew that there was a a sexual aspect to it. But again, I was young. So I didn't, I didn't fully understand like what sex even was at that point in time. (laughs) I just had like a good idea. (laughs) And um, yeah, so I mean, I feel like that's kind of one of the things that moved me to be like, wow, like what a cool life that is. And I use the word cool a lot because obviously at the time I didn't really have much other way to explain it.
0: (laughs) It makes a lot of sense, actually, because when you are drawn to that energy, but you really can't define it, that's the best way to say it.
1: Yeah. You know, and I think even from a young age, too, like I, I was watching corn at a really young age. <laughs> like really young. And I would watch it with my friends and I I was like really into it. I'm like, wow, like I again, I don't I don't really know what all that is, but it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you were right.
1: It's a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: you, <laughs> <laughs> now, you have been a busy woman for a while. Now you are traveling and making a ton of content and doing scenes for companies. It's quite the pace that you are setting for yourself besides exhausted. How has all this creating gone?
1: Um, it, it's really just like the time of my life. I have moments where like, I really just kind of sit down and reflect on everything that I've recently done. And like, I actually get very teary eyed. (laughs) Uh, cause I'm just like really grateful. Um, especially being a heavily tattooed girl, that's super new. Like I I'm almost one year in, I'm not even one year in yet. The opportunities that have been offered to me has it's been great. Like I'm very happy with where I am and I'm so excited to see where it goes. So, but yeah, definitely slightly exhausted, but it's, it becomes addicting because I love what I do. So it's like the more, the merrier to me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You recently shot with Perv City, Cherry Pimps, and so many more beyond the sexy stuff. How much of what you are doing is learning about different performers and producers and what everybody likes and expects and maybe doesn't like?
1: So as far as learning about other um, performers, I feel like that's kind of where, I, where I, I don't pay as much attention. Um, I, I try my best to learn. I'm just very, very terrible with names. <laughs> yeah. But um, I try my best to learn. As, as When I work with people, then obviously I, I have a better way of remembering them. But, but it's hard when you're always like scrolling on Twitter and whatnot, trying to get to know people mm-hmm. and recognize them. It's so hard. It's such a big space and And, as well, I try to keep up the best that I can with producers, too. but uh, yeah, it's that's a little bit more of a complicated part for me. It's just trying to learn everybody when it comes to trying to learn like uh, what people like or don't like. Uh, I kind of utilize my platforms for that. I really like to ask my fans like, you know what are they into what What makes them excited what's what do they enjoy? as a viewer, um, I re- I like to weigh in on their opinion because obviously they are what will keep me going. So, <laughs> mm. uh, I value their opinions a lot. Yeah.
0: Has what you enjoy changed as you've shot and are there things that are newer to you that you've really gotten into?
1: Oh my God. I love this question because yes, you know, it's so crazy. Um, before porn, I I actually was like, do I even like sex? Like, do am I asexual? Like, do I even do I even like people like that? Because for me, at, before porn, it was a lot for me to actually get to the point of sex with somebody because there was so much that I needed before I got to that level with them that I was like really questioning my sexuality about it so it made me very nervous actually coming into porn. Cause I was like, am I going to enjoy doing this with people that I don't know? Am I going to even be able to do it? You know? And the more that I shot, because I, I was really enjoying it. The more I've learned about myself as a sexual person, there are so many things that I have come to love that I hated before. Like, just certain ways that people will speak to me in a in a sexual setting. Um, I, I've learned to love now. my new love right now is actually anal. Um, I'm enjoying shooting anal scenes so much that I, I'm kind of honing my focus in right there right now. Um, I think that that probably will be my my thing. We'll see how it continues to go. Um, but that's definitely a big one for me right now that I am just obsessed with. And yeah, just even, um, you know, people in, in general is like, I feel like we go through a period in our lives where like we have a type and it's like now I'm like, now nah, I just love everybody at this point. <laughs> like, I don't think I have a type anymore. <laughs>
0: In the beginning, when you said, you know, you weren't sure if you could pull this off, was it because of that need for an emotional connection or was it something
1: Mm -hmm. else? Yeah, I think it was definitely more so uh, a need for, like, an emotional connection. Um, There had to be a lot of physical attraction there for me and even just, like, almost like a spiritual connection, too. Yeah, it was I was super worried like cuz I as as a civilian wasn't really sure like how do I separate my personal from my work life in an industry like this, you know, because it plays so much into you as a person, you're physically using your body. Like but it was actually very easy for me to learn a boundary between the two. Okay. Um and it's really interesting how that even works, but it does for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, in mentioning Cherry Pimps, you did a live cam show with Brad Newman for Cherry yeah. Pimps in the beginning of March. Being live brings its own challenges. How was your experience doing a live stream?
1: Oh my gosh. So I was I was actually quite nervous because I wasn't entirely sure what to expect. I have never cammed before. Um, So this that was my very first experience ever doing like a camming situation, but on a production set. But as a performer and it was crazy, it was the literal best hour of my life. Wow. I enjoyed that so much. So it really reminded me a lot of, you know, being a stripper. I come from a stripping background, so it really reminded me a lot of that. Um, For me personally, I love to perform. I love to put on a show. I love entertaining people. And it was completely up my alley because it was really the best of both worlds. I'm entertaining a live audience, but I'm also on a production set performing for a camera. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing how those two worlds just collided so effortlessly. And it's for me, the performing aspect of it is I feed off of the energy of my audience. And the audience was just amazing for that show like they just had the kindest things to say the funnest requests they were so interactive it was the energy was just great it was 10 out of 10
0: (laughs) that's fantastic does this make you want to cam you know with all the free time you have but does this make you want to uh maybe give it a (laughs) shot and maybe put it on like a schedule that you could do
1: you know, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know that, you know, OnlyFans, they have a live broadcast on there. Maybe that's something I could incorporate. I have not yet utilized that. It's something I potentially could do. But as of now, I haven't thought enough about it. I think I would really love to shoot for Cherry Pimps more often. So if that's something we can, can do, then I'm all for that. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Yeah. little, little request to Cherry Pimps, if you're listening. Uh, one thing you are gaining a reputation for very quickly is being rather vocal in your scenes which is never (laughs) a bad thing but has being vocal ever gotten you in trouble of course this is you know away from the set but you know in your personal life has being loud ever gotten you in trouble
1: um Um, I am trying to think. I am quite the loud mouth, naturally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely love to scream my head off. I am trying to think if there is a situation where I've ever been heard. And I'm sure that I have. I'm sure that I have. I mean, I've definitely had situations where it was like, yeah, somebody definitely heard that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of like a specific story and nothing is coming to my head at the moment. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm sure, because I, I know I'm extremely loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw that you recently shot for Ariel X and Evolved Fight with your opponent being Cody Carter.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs>
0: now... now <laughs> the guests that I've had on the show that have done evolve fights don't have the greatest win loss record. So I won't ask how you did. I'll just, I'll wait for the scene to be released, but how was that? (laughs) How was that experience? Because it's such a unique brand.
1: Yeah. So I would, I really would love to spoil the details on that, but I, I guess we can wait. It was so much fun. And I, I, I speak very confidently, so that may indicate how, okay. how it went and what you can expect. But, <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. So, again, it was another one of those things I was a little nervous about. Um, I had only done one fighting scene um, before that, and it was a jiu-jitsu scene. And it was a very, like, technical, authentic process. Ooh, okay. okay. Um, so I was like, you know, crap, if they are going to expect me to, to be a, a professional fighter here, I'm not really sure. <laughs> Cause I, I don't, I can't do that stuff at all. Okay. Um, it was so great. Um, everything was just very flowy. Um, there was like really no technical process to it. It was just like, you know, fight, <laughs> just do what you can. We're wrestling. That's, I mean, that's what it was, was wrestling. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just really easy. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. And, uh, fighting with Cody was a lot of fun. I I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've learned that my, my, uh, my strong point is definitely my legs okay. <laughs> and I have a lot of, I have very long limbs. So, um, it was very easy for me to be in different areas all at once. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. It was uh, not as technical as I thought it was going to be, which was great. Um, So, yeah, I I shot two scenes for them so far, and both were an excellent experience.
0: Very nice. Now, does it make you want to get better in some form of fighting discipline or work out in a way where you get better at it? Like, do you have a competitive nature for that stuff?
1: (laughs) You know, I almost have thought about it because surprisingly – fighting girl girl was way more challenging than it was fighting in the boy girl scene. Now I don't know, maybe, maybe Cody was going a little easy on me or something. I don't know, but the girl girl was way more challenging. And I, and I almost was like, I want to get better. So when I come back and do this again, I can do better at it. So yeah, it, okay. I, I do have a little bit of a, a competitive nature to me. <laughs> so I was like, I think I've learned that we got to hit upper body a little bit more often in the gym. (laughs) And I definitely said that on set. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to start working my upper body just a little bit harder.
0: (laughs) Did you play or do you play any sports?
1: Um I I just lived in the gym. Um and I did play sports um growing up. Uh middle school through high school, I played field hockey. Oh nice. And um prior to that I was a horse girl, so I did uh horseback riding and I cheered for a while, but I, I was really young when I did that. I was the kid doing cheering. <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh hor- horseback riding and field hockey were my my main sports
0: you were at avn in january signing at the cox models booth it looked like you had an amazing time when you have the opportunity to make a lot of content over the convention week how much or little sleep were you living on (laughs) <laughs>
1: That's a great question. Um, I think I averaged three to two hours of sleep a night. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Oh my gosh. I, I could not have asked for a better way to start off a new year because that was the first week of the new year and it was just an incredible time and it was incredibly exhausting. Mm-hmm it was so exhausting, but again, like I couldn't have asked for anything different. Um, I did the convention open to close every day. And then from there it was like, um, usually just kind of go back, clean up and then usually hit like food and after party or content, whatever way it flowed. And uh, yeah, I mean, by the time you're done with that, it's like, two three o'clock in the morning and yeah. yeah it was really exhausting and i i did have to shoot a pro scene as well so yeah it was it was a lot of maneuvering and not a not a whole lot of uh it was really hard to stay organized <laughs> to yes. say the least <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that your first convention
1: um not my first convention but it was my first avn
0: okay
1: yeah so it was, it was amazing I wish I could go back and experience it again.
0: <laughs> I, I feel the same way uh, because uh, this last AVN convention was pretty awesome for me as well.
1: That's great.
0: And to add to your busy ways, as you mentioned, you also feature dance mm-hmm. and you actually have a weekend at Sapphire 60 in New York coming in April. Yeah. If I or somebody listening were to see your feature show, what could they expect?
1: Um. Well, let's just put it this way. In my stripping career, I was actually like a feature girl. So oftentimes they would give me a special like allocated time slots that I would get extended time on stage. Wow. Because I can really put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> And I, as a stripper, don't get props and things like that. So I, I am very um, proud of my way to captivate a crowd. So you can definitely expect a lot of great energy and just a lot of personal time with me on stage. My main focus is my audience. Um, so while I will do a few things on the pole, I really love to just be on the floor of the stage interacting with my audience um, and really just giving them what they came for, so yeah, I, it's it's a really good time and it's a very sexy time as well.
0: <laughs> what are your music choices for your featured dance routines? What style?
1: I really like uh, almost anything um as as a a baby stripper, I initially was dancing to like a lot of rock um and some like slower r and b. Um, As a Florida dancer, it's a lot of like EDM, upbeat music. So I really can dance to anything. I think what I will do is go back to my roots and really focus on like the rock music. Because I I feel like it it really complements the demographic of customer base really well, as well as my own appearance. So I think that it's one thing that we mutually can have in common Mm -hmm. is the music.
0: And may I say that the patrons who go to see features that tend to dance to rock and metal are the best
1: tippers (laughs) you know it's actually really funny the biggest stage set that i ever had as a stripper i was dancing to marilyn manson Mm -hmm. um and it was which song was it tainted love Okay, that's what it was. Marilyn Manson, Tainted Love. It was my very first big stage set, and that when I say big stage set, I mean like uh, where I received the most tips ever on okay. stage. See, uh, uh, to begin with, to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Marilyn Manson, and it and it was because of the song. Yep. It's what it was. Well, it was because I- of the song.
0: It's 90% you and 10% song.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but it it was the song that really got people engaged with me, so. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I think rock is a special place in a lot of people's hearts. I
0: agree. (laughs) Now, with as busy as you are, is feature dancing going to be a regular part of your repertoire? Like, Are you going to try and tour a little bit more with it? Because you are just filming so much right now.
1: Yeah, I've been really busy um, with shooting scenes, but I would really love to work in um, feature dancing as well, um, because it will be easy as well to shoot while performing uh, at clubs, too. So mm-hmm. I think that it's something that we can fit in my schedule <laughs> or at least try to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all I'm going to say, Pittsburgh, that's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I love Pittsburgh. I'm actually from Pennsylvania. Oh, so.
0: very nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I'm actually from Pennsylvania, and uh, I have a lot of family. Uh, actually, the majority of my family, they live in Pittsburgh. So I've spent a lot of time there. Oh, my goodness. And uh, – Fun fact: If I were ever to go back to Pennsylvania, I would lo- live in uh, Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! We'll talk all about that after the interview is over because I don't want this <laughs> to become a a Keystone State <laughs> documentary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could shout out some great food spots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, please go ahead. Let's see what you what you have on tap here.
1: Oh, um. Dang it. Okay. Um, Well, now I'm drawing a blank. Uh Now I'm like almost on the spot. (laughs) Condado. Condado. Favorite queso.
0: Oh, okay.
1: My favorite queso. That's the one that comes to mind right now. (laughs) Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back. Hi, this is Angela Summers, and you're dangling after dark with Dick Dangle.
0: Mm, He's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the pervert nation.
1: Here he is, Dick Dangle.
0: Now you started a manyvids store to complement your OnlyFans site as well mm-hmm. as a Pornhub page both of which you are just beginning to build your catalog.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you choose where certain scenes go? What is your process to what platform they go on?
1: Um so everything pretty much Originally will flow into my VIP OnlyFans page. Um, so that's my subscription site. Um, so anybody that is paying the subscription fee to my OnlyFans, they'll get first dibs on any scenes that I drop. I do have a few exclusives on my many vids. So they're exclusively only available to that site. Um, but my VIP page is my priority. So it gets first dibs on everything. And then I also have a free only fans page. So I will send overflow stuff over to there at a higher cost. Um, Cause obviously nobody's paying a subscription fee. So mm-hmm. They are a higher cost, and I'm open about that because I'm open about it on there as well. <laughs> I like to remind them that if they pay the subscription fee, everything is cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, basically, uh, many vids gets some exclusive content, and it will get some recycled content as well. And then my Pornhub, um, I only pretty much put anything exclusive on there. I may put some teasers on there as well to some other things that they can go into my VIP OnlyFans for. But Pornhub is pretty much just going to be its own thing. It will have its own exclusive scenes, mm-hmm. uh, which there will be a really fun one dropping on there very soon in the next few days.
0: Ooh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> The game has changed for performers in the way of having to have so many different avenues for fans to find you. And this doesn't even count your social media accounts. How do you handle all of this and not get overwhelmed? Because there are times where I've met performers and they have a dozen or more avenues. And you're just like, how do you keep this all straight?
1: Yeah. It's very overwhelming already. (laughs) Uh, every day I'm just like, how do I skinny all of this down? It's hard to do it on your own. It really is like, you really need a team of people. (laughs) So, but I'm, I'm still so new that it's like not something I I'm quite ready to invest in yet. So I just kind of do it on my own the best that I can right now. (laughs) And it's, it's a little messy, but it's fun, uh, and we get to everything as we can. <laughs> wow. So.
0: Do you edit your own scenes?
1: Sometimes I do. Okay. Um, sometimes I have, uh, if, if I'm just shooting content for my platforms, um, a lot of times um, who I shoot with, they do have an editor, so they will offer to do it. But some stuff I have done on my own, okay. um, and it comes out pretty good. I have to say for somebody that knows absolutely nothing about technology, I I find I find a way to make it work and it comes out good. (laughs) So anything that's on my Pornhub, I've done myself. So
0: (laughs) that's excellent. I was there
1: is a a free free way to to see what I'm talking about. Anything on my Pornhub, I've done myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say I watched a couple of your scenes, you know, for research and uh, Mm -hmm. they're they're very well edited. Thanks. (laughs)
1: Thanks. <laughs> yes.
0: Before Thank you. you're welcome. Before getting into the adult industry, you attended a trade school to become a pastry chef.
1: <laughs> I did.
0: When did your love of the pastry arts begin? And do you tell anyone on set about it? Because I'm sure everyone just wants you to make them something.
1: Well, you know, it's actually really funny. I did recently bring that up on a set. I was uh, shooting content, and, um, yeah, I ran- I randomly brought that up. I don't even know why it came up, but we actually came up with the idea that maybe we will film another scene around meat in the kitchen. <laughs> ah, okay. So, uh I- I think that that will work. I was actually just speaking with them a little bit ago about something that we'll be, we'll be shooting soon. So it, that maybe that could be it. But um, I got into baking, I want to say early in high school. Honestly, I just have a sweet tooth. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I just was like, how do I make all this good stuff that I really enjoy eating? And um, yeah, I went to school for it. Um, I went to school and... I really enjoyed it. Um, but then I quickly learned that chefs have a terrible schedule. Oh yes. <laughs> so oh, yes. I was like, what do you mean I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning on Christmas? <laughs> not going to happen. I think I found a hobby, and that's what it's going to be. Um, so I am really good at baking, but I'm not going to be a chef. Uh, It's definitely not something I will fall back on (laughs) simply because those hours do not work for me. But um, I do really love to bake and I am very good at it.
0: (laughs) Now, when you say you have a sweet tooth, is it pastries and desserts or are candies involved in that as well?
1: No, I'm definitely, like, uh, cookies, ice cream. Um, I do like to have some chocolate in my place. Like, I have a a couple, like, chocolate bars in my place um, because I love chocolate in general. So not a lot of candy, but um, if I am traveling and I'm in a hotel that does have a little – cart of things in the room I will take the peanut M&M's and I'm aware they're $10 <laughs> I will take them <laughs> yeah I'm like this is absolutely ridiculous but uh, they're right here so <laughs> <laughs> they got me there yeah. great now all the uh, hotels are gonna be like oh when Cassidy comes in make sure there's peanut M&M's in right. the room we're charging $10 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and make them 12 50 she doesn't care yeah.
1: Yes. The ridiculous amounts of money I've paid for things in those rooms. But I'm like, ah, you got me. (laughs) Fiji water. $30 Fiji water. Uh, Count me in. Sign (laughs) me up.
0: (laughs) Now, see, this is a time where your fans, if they know that you're going to be at a convention, should just load up on this stuff and just give it to you so you don't have to do it when you
1: get to the hotel room. Yes. Yep. This is true. Bring candy, cookies. We can't do anything about ice cream, but I do love chocolate chip cookies. That is a weakness of mine.
0: <laughs> when you say chocolate, is it milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate?
1: I like them all. Okay. Um certain dark chocolates is too much though. Agreed. Like certain I'm just like, oh, that's like kind of bitter. <laughs> um but I do like some some dark chocolates.
0: Very nice. All right. See, so I'm writing all this down as well, because that's what. I.
1: Do. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Re- I can't remember the percentage of dark chocolate that I don't like, but there is a percentage where I'm just like, oh, that is so bitter. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. For me,
0: once it gets to like 75, I'm over it.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's where I'm at, too. If it mm-hmm. goes above 75, I'm like, "Ooh, no, thanks. Yeah.
0: And I know that we have only been talking for a short amount of time. This is the first time we have ever talked. We're just meeting each other. But I want you to know how difficult it was to talk about your pastry prowess and not use the word cream pie. I think... (laughs) My audience should give me a round of applause right now.
1: <laughs> Another favorite of mine, though. I'll, I'll let you know. I love that one, too. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe you could you're, roll You're that. generating more ideas right? for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could roll that into the title of your adult cooking show, maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I have to go back to this idea of a scene where I'm baking, and now we've got to incorporate a cream pie in this.
0: Exactly. It's brilliant. Goodness. (laughs) Just
1: (laughs) cream pies with Cassidy. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just at the end, just say uh, created by Cassidy, Lux, and Dick Tangle. That's all I'm asking.
1: Yes. That's That's great.
0: Because we have just met, you are not aware of this. But one thing that I really enjoy doing is going through my interview guests' social media. Okay. And asking them questions about some of the posts that they have made. Okay. (laughs) Are you you willing to answer a few questions about some recent posts?
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) Oh, right.
0: So the first tweet I would like to ask you about, you wrote... (laughs) (laughs) life in porn is cleaning out my ass while taking phone
1: calls (laughs) I knew that was going to come back to haunt me I knew it it's almost Why I posted it, but at the same time, like, yeah, who knows?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, was I can be
1: totally honest about
0: it? Okay, I was going to ask: Was this an important phone call, and were you able to not make any ass cleaning noises while (laughs) being
1: on the phone? (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) I was preparing for an anal scene. That I openly posted about. I was uh, shooting an anal scene with Mike Adriano. Okay. So I was preparing. I was giving myself an enema. And I had to clarify something per my agent with my testing center. Clear. Hmm, And I love them. Get cleared. I love them so much. So I had to call them in the midst of an enema and get an answer on results. And, yes, I farted very loud in the phone (laughs) call. (laughs) Uh, That is life in porn, you know? Things just, they don't stop. So I had to make that phone call while giving myself an enema. And, yes, the enema was fully in effect during our conversation, Clear and I.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's when you blame it on a dog you don't have. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I do have a dog. He was not with me. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is a bulldog, so it is easy to blame it on him. But Very he much. was not there.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bulldogs make all kind of noises.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, I did do an enema fart on the phone with clear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, back to the dog. Uh, What is the name of the dog and how old is the dog?
1: His name is Malachi. He's named after Children of the Corn. Okay. And uh he just turned 10 months old. Oh he's a French bulldog. How
0: adorable.
1: Yeah, he's awesome. Oh,
0: very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Now the next tweet I would like to ask okay. you about. <laughs> yeah, I, I make it sound very dramatic.
1: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just read a column about me, and my boobs are not fake that's so irritating now I just actually had this conversation with another performer about this like all the things that different sites and interviewers get wrong so let's clear the air what are other things that you've heard about you that they got wrong and do you want to kind of cut some people off at the pass and say I have a feeling they're going to get this wrong so I'm just going to tell you right now. So,
1: yeah, so my boobs is definitely one thing, and it is irritating. And it's a funny one, too, because a lot of times people they do, they ask me, are, are your boobs real or are they fake? And they are really pretty. Like, yes. they're very even. They're like, they're great. Like, you would think that they're fake, but they're not. So yeah, that is one thing. They're not. And it's funny too because I do wish that they were bigger, but I am not willing to get implants quite yet. So <laughs> everyone tells me on set, don't ever change your boobs. I'm like, "Okay, I will not do that. However, I wish they were bigger."
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love them. But yeah, so they're not fake. They are real. And that was just on like a random thing that was written up about me. It wasn't an interview or anything like that. It was just something random that was written up about me, just with some stats and fun facts about me. It did also say that I was in the industry for three years. I have not been in mainstream porn for three years. I've only been in for almost a year. Next month will be my one year anniversary. But I have been a sex worker for three years. (laughs) gotcha you know i haven't really read anything uh super wrong about me uh it was just my boobs and i was like nope nope they're real
0: (laughs) the one thing that i see (laughs) that different outlets get wrong is age and height so oh
1: yeah yeah so some stuff says i'm 29 i am actually 30 okay and uh i think my height i don't i haven't really seen that anywhere but i'm five seven just to throw it out there i'm five seven so i'm fairly tall
0: yeah especially for a woman and adult
1: yeah i'm fairly tall all legs
0: all leg. oh okay
1: i'm all legs i have really long legs i also have very long arms (laughs) like i said earlier i have very long limbs um so yeah i am all legs
0: interesting
1: yes it's actually very funny when I wear heels on a set. I'm like, oh God, do we really have to do this? Every set, I'm like, when do I get to take these off? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a giraffe on right. set. I'm literally like six foot when I put heels on. So I'm like, well, do we have to wear the heels in this scene? <laughs> Can I go barefoot?
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: They love my feet, anyways. The fans love my feet. So barefoot is always great.
0: Okay. The next tweet I would like to ask you about. Okay. You wrote, I just got my asshole fucked in a sex swing.
1: (gasps) Oh, yeah.
0: Now, this being a positive experience depends on a lot of factors like quality of the swing and the setup, room placement, the height of the partner. What made this work for you?
1: Everything. What was so fascinating was just the swing itself, how it just really helped the penetration. Mm -hmm. Like, I really was just swinging on the dick. Like, (laughs) it was just amazing. There was no movement on my part. I really was just in a swing swinging on the dick okay. <laughs> like, like the, it was just great i, I mean it, we were just going from the tip all the way to the bottom of the shaft on this swing and the dick was just in my butt i just there's no other way to put this it was amazing <laughs> it really was i i have never been in a sex swing prior to that okay and it was just it was a great experience um i was shooting for inked fix out in vegas And um, so, yeah, anybody that is familiar with them, he's pretty tall. So he was taller than me, which was great. Uh, We did not have to adjust the swing. It worked perfectly. (laughs) I lined up perfectly with him. Um, So, yeah, it was it was so awesome.
0: I am a very big fan of Inked Vixens
1: for sure. Yes, uh, and I was so happy to shoot with them because I had been wanting to shoot with them for, like, my my whole career. So <laughs> it was great.
0: <laughs> now, the next one, this it reached a special place in my heart.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: You wrote, <laughs> I really want to shoot a scene with glasses.
1: <gasps> oh, yeah.
0: So do you need glasses or do you just like the way you look in glasses?
1: Uh, I am blind as a bat. (laughs) I am very, very blind. I am actually wearing glasses currently. (laughs) But those glasses I specifically love. Um, And I have not shot in them yet. So it it hasn't happened since I made that tweet. It was offered to me to wear them, but I I ended up not wearing them. But yeah, um, just those glasses specifically I want to shoot, but I do actually need glasses. (laughs) And if people see me in glasses, they uh, usually compliment me. Um, So I feel like people actually do love me in glasses. So uh, I would love to put a scene out there for people that really love me in glasses.
0: (laughs) Yes, I I love women in glasses. So that is fantastic. And like yourself, I am so blind without glasses.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm super blind. I've actually asked the eye doctor, am I legally blind or no? Um, I'm not legally blind. But it does feel that way. Okay.
0: Are, are you nearsighted, farsighted?
1: Um, I cannot see things that are far from me. So if I put something really close to my face, I can see it.
0: Yeah. So for me, if I take off my glasses and I have my hand in front of my eyes, when it gets out maybe about a foot, it starts to get blurry. Yeah. About the same for you?
1: Yeah. Yep. If the further it is from me, the more I cannot see it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't even imagine trying to drive without my glasses. <laughs> People are dying.
1: Oh god. Oh god. It would be, and it wouldn't happen. Right. I'd have to leave my car wherever it is and get an Uber. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: I would. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> I can't even drive like at night, even with my prescriptions. Driving at night is terrible because I also have like blue green eyes. So okay. I also have that going for me where I have extremely sensitive eyes because yeah. they're light. So even driving at night with glasses or contacts, that's also a nightmare in itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like an old lady, I swear. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's getting dark out. I gotta go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're an old lady that loves things involving the butt in a sex swing. So you're like, you're, you're like the <laughs> yeah. coolest old lady ever.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs>
0: Now, I have two more tweets I would like to ask you about. And the first one is, okay. I really just want to worship some dick right now, but okay. Well, yeah. I, I'm here for you now. So, no, nah, I'm kidding. My name's Dick Dangle. Um, <laughs> the question I wanted to ask with this, do you have a dick type and realize your answer could end this interview immediately?
1: Do I have a dick type? Um I mean, I I guess there there are dicks that I I favor for okay. sure. You know, there are there are dicks where I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so pretty." There, there's obviously oh. dicks that are super attractive to me, and I guess that potentially could be the wrong answer. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, I love dick in general though. Like all dicks are great, you know. So Yeah, I mean, I love all the dicks, but of course there are some that stand out to me more than others, (laughs) and I think that that goes for anything. If you're a human, I I think that you you feel that way about anything, so (laughs) that's my defense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was very diplomatic of you. Well done. (laughs) Now, do the penises that you like for vaginal sex differ from the ones that you like for anal sex?
1: <laughs> uh I mean I did say earlier that I am favoring anal at the moment. It's right. just something that I'm really enjoying. Now, I have I have taken some very large dicks to my ass recently. Okay. <laughs> and you know, surprisingly, it has there there I've had very comfortable experiences with large dicks and it has hurt more than others with large dicks as, as well. Okay. Um so I mean Yeah, large dicks in the badge feel way differently than they do feel in the ass, Mm -hmm. but I love it either way. (laughs) Okay. So yeah.
0: Now the last tweet I would like to ask you about: you wrote, "Just trying to fuck to every sleep token song right now," (laughs) and I would be amazing
1: if they hear this.
0: Well, I had not heard of Sleep Token, so I decided to look up their music, and some of it is very fuck-worthy, but it's a very interesting band because they play so many styles of music. Yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed. You may have gotten me onto them. I really like that. What type of music, you know, you tend to dance and feature dance to one style of music, but what is your musical library like?
1: Um so I obviously I love metal uh, metal is my heart and soul. I mean, when I was a kid, I was like stealing my parents, like ACDC and like Led Zeppelin CDs. I was stealing them and like taking them to my own room to listen. <laughs> um, so metal is like my heart and soul. But again, I do, I like a little bit of everything, not a huge fan of country. I can get behind nineties country cause okay. I grew up on it. You Same. know, I grew up yeah. on Alan Jackson and Travis Tritt and, you know, old school Shania, you know, yeah. any man of mine and, the boots song boots under my bed or whatever it is (laughs) so i can get behind the oldies country but as far as like if we're talking like music during sex i don't even know if that's where this conversation was going but it's going there now (laughs) (laughs) i like anything that has like a uh, like a real slow like backbeat to it um like if anybody wants to check out Sleep token, literally like any of those songs, I would love to fuck to Granite and regia and uh, Dark Signs. I think it's called Dark Souls, one of the that they're all they have like a specific slow like beat to them. I like stuff like that mm-hmm. for sex and I can fuck hard to that, too. It doesn't <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be slow sex. I'll fuck hard to a slow song. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like Deftones. Deftones is another one too. Mm, okay. They have a very specific sound to them. That's just so great for sex and you can fuck slow and you can fuck hard to it. It works either way.
0: <laughs> I have seen some amazing feature shows that had Deftones songs as the set list.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, Rx Queen is one that I would dance to. Mm-hmm. I would dance to... Uh, I think it's another one on White Pony. I'm trying to think. Rx Queen is definitely one that I danced to, though. Mm-hmm. There's other ones. I just can't think of them right now.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't want to get the, the title wrong. It's pretty much their most popular song And it's just, I'm completely blanking on it right now.
1: Yeah. God, I hate when I I still have a a liquid brain from my West Coast trip. So, (laughs) (laughs) yet again, there is my defense. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, are you a physical media person? Like, do you collect vinyl and stuff like that now that it's all popular again?
1: Uh no, I don't collect okay. vinyls. I just have a very thick library on my phone. <laughs> okay, all right. But yeah, I don't collect li- uh, vinyls.
0: You're you're better off. I,
1: I have no space for it right now. My apartment's very small. I have no space for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're better off because just it's it's expensive and it's heavy and because <laughs> I have way too many records and it's just there's okay. so much weight in my house. I can't believe it.
1: Yeah, I have a friend in the industry, and they have a massive vinyl collection. Uh, And it's great because they actually have a bunch of Deftone vinyls that we listen to when uh, we're shooting content.
0: (laughs) Oh, very nice. So this being almost your first year anniversary coming up Mm -hmm. here in the adult industry, what do you hope – for the rest of the year are you going to be doing any of the conventions is it more about shooting content and working for studios what do you have going on
1: yeah i will be definitely attending more conventions um i'm definitely going to be doing um i'm pretty sure there's an biz that's coming up and i will be doing exotica okay. uh when they're in florida I, I don't plan to do any out of state right now um unless I'm obviously in another state where they're happening and I just happen to be shooting there. Um, But yeah, any of the ones coming to Florida, I'll definitely be at those. I definitely have some studios on my radar that I want to shoot for. And of course some collabs, uh, but my priority will always lie in shooting my mainstream scenes. So definitely have some producers that I have on the radar that I will love to shoot for. Mm -hmm. So, and so far I I feel like we're on track. I'm very confident. So I feel like we could definitely cross off these goals as the year continues to go on. So I'm going to continue to stay hopeful and positive for that. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, get rebooked for some too. Yes. So,
0: this has been so much fun. I've had an absolute blast talking to you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's been great.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I I've just Thank you. I see big things ahead for you. I love your energy. I love what you are creating. I love what you're a part of, and there's no way you are not going to succeed. I just I can't wait to see what this year and ahead of that brings for you.
1: Thank you so much. That means so much to me. I really appreciate that.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. So one more time, before I let you go, can you please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media?
1: Yeah, so my handle is the same across the board. It's Cassidy Lux. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, OnlyFans, ManyVids, Pornhub, (laughs) Sex Panther. (laughs) Uh, If you go to my Twitter, all the links are there in the bio.
0: (laughs) So one more time. Thank you so much. And uh, hopefully I will see you down the road in the future.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.